Hello, and thank you again for uh, tuning in to another podcast of the Gospel Rescue Mission. Today, we are going to ask the scathing question, what would Jesus do? And, uh, and then we're going to try and answer it, particularly in regards to where does Jesus maybe part ways with us uh, when it comes to the value of human suffering. It's winter, and I just got off the phone with a person who was frustrated and furious with me because an old man was asked to leave the mission. He has nowhere to go, and it's very cold outside. The weather will be hard on his age-worn body that has already spent too many years enduring hardship. I do my best to share their concern for the man while explaining what led up to his being asked to leave. The entire time, I'm just being talked over and spoken to with nothing less than scorn and disdain only to have it all scathingly capped off with a finger wagging, I just think you should ask yourself, what would Jesus do? Oh, I've had this exact conversation so many times that one would almost suspect there's some kind of script being passed around for angry people to use whenever they need to vent on somebody. It's as if dropping Jesus into the equation is the ultimate trump card. Drop the mic. It's a game changer that must force us to reverse our decision. And don't get me wrong. If I was convinced that Jesus would either do or have me do something different than what the mission does, I would gladly and immediately change course in that direction. Just convince me first that you are as sold out to Jesus as you expect me to be. Demonstrate from God's word what Jesus would do, and I will hear you because Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice, and they follow me. Jesus once told a story about a father with two sons. One of them cared so little for his father that he asked for his inheritance while his father was still living. The father, at great cost to himself, and no argument, gave his son what he asked for. And the son left home and went far away and squandered the inheritance. It wasn't until the son was in complete ruin and starving that he began to reconsider his ways and to own his bad choices to his father. The son eventually comes back to repent and confess his fault and ask only to be accepted as a hired servant. Of course, the father, again, at great cost to himself, fully accepted and embraced him and rejoiced at the return of his son. We love this story because it reveals the graciousness of the Father's heart. And we understand that the Father in our story represents the Heavenly Father, our Heavenly Father, and his heart towards us when we repent and turn towards him. But let's not overlook what Jesus tells us about what changed the heart of a self-centered, rebellious son. And let's also note that the father never once went after his son to plead with him to change his mind, but simply let him go and run out his desires to their logical end. It was plain old suffering that brought about the change in the son's heart and began to steer his behavior in the right direction. The son never cared about the heart of the father until he felt the suffering of hunger due to his own bad choices. I am convinced that God wants something better for a homeless old man than for him to suffer on a cold day. Unfortunately, the man chose to drink, believing that the benefits of drinking 
was better than the negative consequences of drinking, which he knew would include the denial of mission services. How might his mind be changed so that his heart is changed also? Like the father of the prodigal, no one is inflicting punishment, but simply giving the man exactly what he asked for and letting the consequences of those choices have their way. The father dignified the request and the choice of the son, even when the result could only be ruinous in hope of a change of heart. So what would Jesus actually do? Well, I'm not sure that taking any one passage and making it into a blanket answer is wise. Yes, Jesus fed 5,000 hungry people and healed many. He also refused to feed those same people soon after. And even though he has the power and authority to heal every disease and ailment on the planet, he chooses not to for reasons that are his own. One thing I'm certain of is this, that Jesus still uses suffering in people's lives as a tool to correct us and conform us to his image. And he does so every bit as much as with the generosity and kindness of others. I am no way arguing against being kind or showing mercy or giving generously. Jesus would definitely have us do that when appropriate. And very few of us are probably as good at this as we should be. When our giving disables a person's ability to recognize and correct bad decisions, I think we're stretching an idea of kindness beyond its meaning. When helping hurts, we really aren't helping anymore. And I have to conclude that we have left the category of things that Jesus would do. Every year around wintertime, my staff and I are challenged by various people reminding us that we're not enough like Jesus. And every one of us would hang our heads and agree and apologetically say, Amen, we're in no way enough like him. But when hit with that question, after all, what would Jesus do? Well, I'm not even sure Jesus would do what our accusers think he would. I think he understands the value of suffering enough to come and suffer on our behalf so that we would no longer have to fear death and suffering. This is a hard time. Winter time is always challenging for us. And I would just hope that if you're listening to this and you have a hard time understanding our decisions for why we interact with the, the residents and the homeless population the way we do, that you would at least consider giving us the benefit of the doubt. We really try hard to, to affect good change in the lives of people who need it. They need it by their own admission. And we want to help them, and we want to help them in Jesus' name. That's another podcast of the Gospel Rescue Mission. God bless you, and I hope that if this has struck a chord in your heart, that you would share this with your friends, your family, somebody maybe that, that needs to hear uh, an answer like the one I just gave you. And, um, and in this holiday season, I pray that you would find that question answered in your own life. What would Jesus do? Will you be compassionate? Will you be generous? But also, will you be the one that's able to stand firm when you know that the right decision sometimes is to let somebody just have the dignity of getting the result of their own choices. Huh, hard message. God bless you and have a great day. <music>